To the Kingdom Hour on our digital radio podcast, KEIFM Radio, um, a division of Kingdom Empowerment Inc. I am Dr. Donna Ganny, the host, and I have an amazing guest with us today that is passionate about helping others about about being happy, fulfilled in fulfilling their potential, experiencing making quality changes in their life, and finding 
a balance in their everyday life. So um, I want to welcome Jacqueline Hayes to the Kingdom Hour. How are you this day, Jacqueline? I am great. How are you today? I am also doing fine by the grace of God. Awesome. Um, I'm so happy to have you here today, Jacqueline, and I know that you're going to share some great information with our uh, guests that will hopefully help them and move them uh, forward. And uh, I know that, first of all, I want to ask you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, okay, I was born in New Orleans. Um, I am the author of three books. I am super excited about helping people find meaning, fulfillment, and join their lives. I have a background in human resources and staffing. I'm 20-plus years in talent acquisition. I've worked in different segments, um, IT, telecommunications, healthcare. Um, I and I just sent, I, I have a natural knack for just helping people get more out of life and helping them tap into their potential, and that brings me so much joy and fulfillment. That is that is great because that's what it's all about is fulfilling our purpose. And um, how did you get started on your journey toward being an author, a Fortune 500 speaker, and then also an empowerment uh, consultant? Well, regarding the books, the three books, the first book, um, Unfolding the Woman's Journey, um, which was published back in 2003, um, the words just kind of came to me and through me in a sense. So the book was more or less written through me and so um, just inspired to share the words with the world. Um, The second book, You Are Enough, A Guide to Love, Joy, Peace, Freedom, and Acceptance, uh, which is the most popular book, was published in 2013. And again, the words just came to me uh, regarding the message and um, shared it with the, and decided to share it with the world. And the most recent book, um, Blossom, Discover the Beautiful Flower Within, was published um, last year, which I think, again, the words just came to me from a higher source. And um, it just speaks to us as human beings just realizing there's so much more to us than what meets the eyes and, um, and just wanted to share that message with the world. And regarding um, empowerment, I've always been the kind of person who believes that anything is possible. I grew up in a home environment with um, two brothers. I'm the only girl child. I have two brothers. And so um, I, I would just run my ideas by my two brothers when I was younger as, as asking, ask lots of questions like why this, why that. And they always thought all my ideas were great. And so from that perspective, I kind of have this, mindset or this framework for me um, where I believe anything is possible and what I've learned just on my own journey is realizing that it has a lot to do with how you look at your life and how you look at the world. And so I try to share that information with others to help them realize that they are awesome, they are amazing, and I do believe you can do anything with your life if you put your mind to it and if you really tap into and believe Um, and the higher power that's within all of us. Absolutely. Um, Let's talk about one of your books, You Are Enough. Why do you, why did you come, how did you come up with that title? And why are we enough? Well, the title kind of speaks to itself. I do believe the source that created um, all of us, um, there's no, 
one person who's more special than the other. We all have unique, special life experiences. However, at the core, I do believe we're uniquely special and amazing. And the book, You Are Enough, is just a simple, a simple reminder to women and overall to every human being that who you are as a human being, as a person, is enough because this life experience you're having now, this is what you have to work with. And so the value that you give to the world is understanding that your life has to value that your life experiences can work together for greater good to serve you and serve the world if you could just give yourself permission just to believe that a simple premise that you are you are enough. That alone uh, gives you a mental framework to work with, work with in terms of thinking, okay, the source that created me and created others is the same, so I don't have to compare who I am to another person because we're equally awesome and amazing. And so the book um, is broken down into five chapters, and it just serves as a reminder across the board, very simple, that who you are as a human being, it's enough. And the question you ask to ask yourself is, okay, why am I here, right? Why am I here and what can I do with my life to make the world a better place as a result of being given the gift of having this experience called life? And so you are enough is just a reminder to every human being to let you know that you are awesome, you are special, you are amazing. That's good. That's good. Now, when 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 uh, you said that part about, uh, is you know, oftentimes we see a lot of people who are looking uh, to find purpose in life, or they're looking um, for an identity uh, to discover who they are. And uh, you know, what are some of the challenges that you know that others have faced when they're when they're in that stage of life? I think that's just the human experience of trying to figure out your unique identity in the world and to understand your unique value. I think that's just a part of the human experience. It's just trying to figure out what makes you different from the next person. Um, and it's, I, I, and I think that's what we all go through. But one thing that I think can help individuals shift a little bit in terms of understanding their special, unique identities, understanding is that there's no one else in the world just like you. No one has your unique set of gifts, skills, and talents. No one can display them in the world like you. No one's going to operate in the world as you're operating in the world. And so that alone should give somewhat of a core premise that you have something of value to offer the world. And in terms of value, I think it's hard to sometimes understand our unique value because we spend so much time comparing ourselves to other people or defining ourselves by other people's standards of who they think we should be until we never, we could miss the opportunity to ask ourselves, well, who am I really, right? What makes me different from the next person? And to just ask different questions to allow you to look at yourself from a different perspective, meaning I don't have to compare myself to anyone because we're all equally amazing. I'm amazing just as you are. And so with that, it um, it shifts. I think it it can shift individuals on the inside to realize realize that I do have something of value to offer the world, offer the world. And I think one thing that um, sometimes will kind of get us caught up is if we spend too much time telling the wrong story, the wrong mental story about our life experiences, whether it's 
where we grew up, how we grew up, the situations we were exposed to, the experiences, the experiences we've had in life, if we allow those stories to be narrated in our head in a negative, unhealthy way, then it will definitely impact how we see ourselves as an individual and also the lens through which we look out into the world. Yes, I, I totally agree with you. And, um, you know, that you brought up something there about comparison, um, which sometimes leads to competition or um, maybe uh, feeling having low self-esteem or having um, an ego um, if if we don't look at it correctly as far as who we are and accepting who we are. Um, what do you how do you think that a person what steps can they take to get moved past that because I know that a lot of people are experiencing that that now and particularly in this hour trying to discover uh, which way they should go and then also too they have a false identity that may have been placed upon them from others and um, you know which it's not easy to go through. So how can a person that is in that type of situation, how would they move past that? One thing I would I would suggest is just just taking a moment to kind of just take inventory of yourself. And one thing I think really is important is just to um, just just to just try to develop a different framework about yourself and about your life. And one thing that's really helpful is if you're in a space where you feel like you can't discover your identity, doesn't have any purpose, or you're just lost in your own world, is to kind of just pull over for a minute and get some time alone with yourself and just kind of ask yourself different questions like, okay, well, really, why am I here and what do I want to do with my life, right? What types of thoughts are I'm what what types of thoughts am I thinking about myself and what thoughts can I change that will give me a better perception or better view of myself and I think a lot of people are looking for someone to come along and do the work for them which that's not going to happen you have to care enough about yourself your mental space your emotional space your spiritual space to nurture that environment to the point where you feel comfortable being in your own skin. And to your point earlier, it is hard work. It does take effort, just like it takes effort to be miserable and to just wallow in regret and to blame the world. That takes effort as well. It's just a matter of deciding where do you want to place the effort, where do you want to place the attention, and how do you want to live your life, right? Because it's just this is your life. It's your responsibility. That's the gift we've been given by God who's given us this wonderful, amazing gift called life. Mhm. Mhm. Exactly, exactly. And the Bible does tell us to examine ourselves. Um, so you're totally correct. We we have to look at ourselves according to Apostle Paul in spirit, uh, soul, and body. Uh, so, um, I agree with you. We do need to to take time to examine ourselves often, not just one time, but often. Um, now, I noticed that you're also a Fortune 500 speaker. Tell us a little bit about um, what a person would experience in one of your speaking engagements. All right. So as a Fortune 500 speaker, I have the 
opportunity to speak with companies, organizations about personal growth development, customer service, service excellence, working with C-suite leaders to help them get more out of their um, teams and to help individuals perform at a high level. And um, also I've lectured at colleges and universities helping upcoming graduates prepare to make the transition from college student to licensed professional. And so um, I love sharing my message with the world. That is awesome. Um, can you dive a little bit more into some of your other books, like um, the Unfolding? The... Right. So my first book, Unfolding the Woman's Journey, there's actually a revised version, and both are available on Amazon.com. It's really a book of um, poetic phrases that just serve as reminders to mainly women that we are beautiful, we, we are amazing, and that we are like a beautiful rose petal. There are several layers to us. We're always unfolding, and there are several layers to us, and that it is an ongoing journey, and to um, give yourself permission to um, embrace yourself fully, love yourself fully, honor yourself fully, and respect the beautiful creation that you are. Okay. And and um, I know that you're very passionate about empowering women in particular. Do you, do you consult women on uh, like one-on-one or in group sessions? I actually do both. I do one-on-one consulting um, where I sit down with individuals who may be in a situation, whether it's personal business or whatever, and they need some support guidance. And so we will come up with um, – a strategy or plan to support them in getting the outcome or the results that they want. I also um, do workshops and seminars in group situations where we talk about different aspects of life because for me, empowerment means well-being and wellness in all areas of life. That's mentally, spiritually, socially, financially, socially, business, career, um, community. And so, we have different workshops or different seminars where we focus on different areas of well-being and provide information, tools, resources to help people live a more happy, fulfilling, rewarding, joyful life so that when they get it, they will share it with the world, share their joy, share their happiness, share their purpose with the world to help make the world a better place. And so we have a great time. Um, doing very interactive, very hands-on um, workshops and seminars because we don't we don't let people come where we just info dump. We want to find out what people want, what's standing in the way, and how can we support them in developing the right mindset strategies, the right relationships, the right connections, what resources they need to help them move the needle in their lives to get the results, the outcomes that they want. Because like I said earlier, I do believe Anything is possible, but you have to have the right set of beliefs internally, and you have to have the right resources and the right social connections as well. So um, we have so much fun with the workshops and seminars. I love doing the group situations because group learning is such a powerful experience where people come into a situation wanting something, and they leave with something of value. So it's, it sounds like that you, even though that they're in a group, they're 
um, personally getting fed and they're getting the engaging into a point where they're starting to experience um, change in the event. Is that a fair statement? Right. We definitely provide information to invite people to welcome change or to give themselves permission to change whatever needs to be changed to help them get the outcome that they want. We make it clear that you can't get flat abs if I do your sit-ups. It's just not going to happen, right? You just It's not going to work. You have to do the work yourself. So we provide the environment, the tools, the resources to help individuals get what they want, whether it's whether it's a different job, let's say someone, my background is in human resources and staffing, I've been doing it for 20 plus years, and someone's in a job situation where they are unfulfilled with their current job or work situation and they want more. So, okay, well, what do you want? What does the more look like for you? Do you want a different type of work environment? Do you want a different set of responsibilities? Do you want to work for a different company? Just kind of like what do you want and what do you have right now that supports you in moving in the direction of getting what you want, and what do you need? Do you need to enhance your skills? Do you need to change your skills? Do you need to upgrade your skills? Just what do you need to do? So we kind of want people to do that process of taking a look at what they want, taking a look at where Mm -hmm. they are now, and asking the questions, what do you need to do today to move the needle towards what you want? Because what we've discovered and what I've discovered in my own life in the many, Mm -hmm. many experiences I've had, the many dreams I've had, the the good fortune and blessing of seeing come to life and the many goals I've experienced come to life in my life is being able to have the dream, have the vision, have the goals, have the idea, have the concept. And I've learned it's taken years to really understand is how to actually chunk down the process, how to take micro steps, micro action steps to get to the goal. When I was young, I would just try to eat the whole elephant. It's like, okay, oh, I can do it. it was, <laughs> and it would just totally just overwhelm, it would just totally overwhelm me and just kind of push me against the wall and think, okay, well, maybe this isn't a good idea. And just from years of just playing around with things, learning, growing, paying attention, um, just learning that if you chunk a situation, just break it down into small pieces and micro steps, it is doable. It is possible. But sometimes we are we, – the, we have too much context around what we want until we can't really see what one step we can take today that will support us and get the outcome that we desire. Yeah, sure, sure. This is true. Um, I think a lot of part of our life we spend looking at the whole big picture and uh, instead of just like you said, slicing it and dicing it into um, small little tiny steps and uh, small little pictures that we can visualize enough to put some details to it. Uh, that That is so true. But um, looking at it from a point of saying you are enough and uh, in life, what would you tell someone out there that may be listening today um, to encourage them that they are enough and they don't have to go past that, above it, beneath it, uh, what would you say to them? The one thing I would say is get in the practice of just loving yourself, just loving yourself as a person, as a human being. And loving yourself looks like, okay, and if you don't know what, if you don't have any practices in place right now, it's one thing is in the morning you get up and look in the mirror, it's like, hey, I love you. Like, I appreciate who you are 
and you're telling it to yourself, like, I love you, I appreciate you, I'm grateful for you, I'm grateful that we're having this life experience together, like, I love you. I think those are three powerful words that every human being, specifically women, can really, really move the needle in their life in terms of feeling more confident, more secure, more special in who they are. And um, and to start, that's one practice that's hugely, hugely valuable. And another practice I would encourage individuals to adopt is to practice just practicing gratitude, being grateful for the gift called life. And let's say your life, someone's life has been hectic, overwhelming, or challenging up to this point, being able to say, okay, my life has been a series of unfortunate situations or whatever the case may be, or I'm, I'm not living my ideal life or I'm not happy in my life. But the, thing, the, but the fact is practicing gratitude by saying, I am grateful that I'm still alive. That means today, like today, this moment as they're listening to our conversation, like today, I am grateful that I am listening to this conversation. And today, I have the opportunity. That's the thing. It's like I have the opportunity to make a shift, just to start thinking differently about myself, about my life experiences, and start asking myself, well, what can I do with my life to make the world a better place? Better place, and to take your attention off of you, yourself, and you, and ask yourself, well, what can I do to just serve the world? What's one quality about me today that I can go out into the world and do something to make the world a better place? And if you, and one thing you do is actually when you go out, it's actually just smile at another human being. Just offer your smile. Start there, right? Offer some 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 type of kindness, whether it's a yeah. A listening ear. Um, so loving yourself, being grateful for this gift of life, because not everyone woke up this morning. Not everyone got this option that we're enjoying mm-hmm. today. Right? Mm-hmm. So be, be very clear that your life is truly a gift. Yes. I, I totally agree with you that it does take a shift in our mindset. And, and, and when we make that decision to take that first step, it's a matter of renewing it every day and actually ex- taking action to experience it. And I, I believe that we can all do that. And um, it, sometimes we, we may go down and, and then it's just a matter of coming back up. If you fall, yeah, choosing yeah. to come back up, bounce it's back. It's a journey because, you, yeah, totally. It totally is. And realizing that you've got some momentum so much momentum going in the negative direction until it's pretty strong like that. You've been up. Op- we sometimes we've been operating in the negative, the less than I'm not enough. I'm not beautiful. I'm not special space for so long, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, until we start cultivating um, and nurturing ourselves thinking I am enough. I am special. I am awesome. I do have something to offer the world. I am grateful for this gift called life. Like if you do that once, and there isn't enough there to hold it because you've got so much on the other side, yeah. the negative side, that it's just going to come and just dominate and just like, okay, what do you think? It goes, mm-hmm. yeah. So you definitely have to make it a regular practice, not because you have to, but because you want to experience a different, better, higher quality of life. And it's a choice. You don't have to do anything. You can just let your thoughts run rampant and live the life you're living right now over and over again and miss the opportunity to grow, yeah. change, and evolve. You don't have to do anything. You just don't. It's a choice. And also, too, I like another thing that um, I saw on your website about acceptance. 
Um, we can choose to accept something or we can choose not to accept it, um, those, you know, negative and positive. Uh, what would you like to say about that? I think acceptance is so healing and it's it provides so much freedom and liberation within because oftentimes we will kind of chunk some of our life experiences into this one bucket and um, just have this weird um, type of guilt, shame, regret, or whatever around it, and and just learn to accept, okay, this situation did happen, this experience did happen, um, and allow yourself just to accept it, to acknowledge, like, okay, my life is a journey, a series of experiences, not the sum total of my life. Could I have made different choices? Yes. Could there have been a different outcome? I don't know, but this is the outcome that I experienced. So I accept that. I acknowledge it. And if it's something you need to ask for forgiveness for, for, I forgive myself. I forgive others, right? And I release it because I'm done. I'm like, I'm just done with it. And you have to practice that over and over again because some of our life experiences are super dense and embedded inside of us in ways that we just need lots of support and attention on loving ourselves to help us move out of that negative space of um, keeping us from just accepting things that have happened or experiences that have happened in our lives. And all of us have had experiences where it's like, you know, I, whatever, I just, I'm just trying to get on the other side of it, looking from a positive perspective, but I'm struggling. And so sometimes just accepting or acknowledging, let's say it's a breakup or let's say a relationship didn't work out to, mm-hmm. you know, the way you hoped it would and just that whole experience. You think, okay, well, I accept that that didn't work out. You have to ask, well, what, could, what, what am I to learn from this? How can this make me a better person? What's my responsibility? What's my role? What was it about the encounter that can make me grow, make me better? How can I, mm-hmm. it takes a while after this point, how can I get to a point where I can give thanks for the opportunity of having that experience to some degree so that I could just look at it from a different perspective and just allow everything to serve you well, right? Just accepting like, okay, I am on a journey. Life is very Mm -hmm. dynamic. It's always moving and always happening. And if you spend too much time being stuck on past situations, you just keep recycling your past and it shows up in your new day right? Your yesterday keeps showing up in your today because you keep, you keep recycling the same thoughts, the same feelings, the same emotions, when each day it's just a new blank canvas for you to just rewrite your whole story, rewrite your whole life, and to remember to make yourself the main character in your story, in your life, the winner, mm-hmm. the victor, right? And I think a lot yes. of people don't get that, and they think someone's coming along too. Um, to do that for them, and that's that's really sad because no one's coming to save you. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I like what you said there about being victorious because um, oftentimes when we do settle for being a victim, um, it, it will be hard for us to move forward. And, you know, accepting, yes, this did happen to me, And like you said, I I totally agree with you. We have to let go. We have to let go in order for us to move forward. And we have to forgive ourselves and everyone else around that's involved with it and move forward and be happy. 
Be happy and experience the joy that we have available. Be happy and experience the peace that we can have. And be happy and experience the love because once um, you choose to love yourself, you will love everything and everyone. And once you choose to also love um, Jesus and allow him to love you, he will work on the inside of you and make you to be the person that he has designed you to be. Go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I was just saying, don't un- don't underestimate or devalue the the experiences that we consider unpleasant. Because in order to know the value of of honoring your heart, you have to have had a heartbreak. You have to know what it what it feels like to have your heart broken and to have broken someone's heart. So when you have the opportunity to show up in someone's space, it's like I want to honor you because I honor myself. And so everything in our lives can work together for a greater good if we could just realize that. Even the bad, painful, unfortunate things can really, really nurture us in ways to make us stronger, better, yes. more understanding, more kind, more patient. Um, yeah, and so just allowing everything to work together for a greater good. It all goes back to mindset, how we choose to view, how we choose to look at situations that show up in our lives. Because we also should have situations that show up that just sometimes just almost just take us over like a tsunami, like, whoa, that was just a lot, right? And mm-hmm. depending on how you choose to look at the situation, it can really cripple you in a sense and keep you kind of stuck or limited in life. Um, but just understand that God is so amazing, so powerful, and always on the scene, um, and that everything can really work to serve us if we'll just learn to get out of our own way. Yeah, I I like that (laughs) because a lot of times (laughs) when we're when we're changing, when we're transforming, uh, we definitely can't be selfish. We cannot uh, reflect on everything and make it all about ourselves Um, because when we do that, I think we're going to find it a little bit difficult in moving forward in life. What are your thoughts in that area? Well, okay, so I do believe in self-care and being selfful, meaning I pour out mm-hmm. that which is within me. So I do have that premise. Like I, the first source I'm going to make sure is good is me in my life because when I show up in my relationships, I bring myself to my relationships. So I do nurture, honor, and respect myself so that when I show up in my relationships, I nurture, honor, and respect people that I come in contact with. And to, pay, to play the selfish game, it's really to kind of play in a small sandbox where you really don't make good friends because no one really likes to be around people who are selfish or self-centered or think it's all about them. Unless you're, like, toxic, negative, and in a bad place in your life, you'll, you'll tolerate someone being selfish with you. But for the most part, um, being selfish means that you are unloved in some way. You've missed the opportunity to understand that you are abundant, you are beautiful, you are special. So, the selfishness is just a reflection that you are not clear about how awesome, how amazing, how loved you really are. And since life is a work in progress, you can recognize that behavior pattern and realize, okay, I want to change this because I don't want to be selfish. So, again, choice and opportunity. Well, I like the way you turned it around and made it a positive into a positive totally. view. Yeah. <laughs> because. It's not that um, that's where we have to end at. If 
if we recognize it and accept it, we can come out of that and we can renew ourselves into or just, um, yeah. That, yeah. That, that loving person, that joyful person, that person of peace, that person that is free, um, and that person that can, you know, do a whole lot of things in this world to make a change in it. You were getting ready I, to I say agree. something. Yeah, I was just saying, and just thinking about allowing your relationships to be a mirror to you. It's like, well, how do I want people to feel as a result of being in my presence, right? Don't want people to feel less than, don't want them to feel small, don't want them to feel bad, don't want them to feel uncomfortable, or don't want to feel good, better, relaxed, joyful, safe, special, adored, respected, honored, right? You get to decide that, right? And when you respect, honor, and value yourself, you will, cl- you will set clear boundaries. You will not allow a selfish person to operate in your space because you realize, okay, that's unhealthy behavior, and this is sacred space. So I'm going to pray for you from afar and hope that changes for you. Mm-hmm. And um, and just giving people the opportunity to say, well, how do, you, how do you want to show up in the world? How do you want people to feel as a result of you being in their space? How do you want people to feel as a result of just being around you, right? Because you, 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 can, you tell when you're around someone, how does the person make you feel? Their energy, right? It's the unspoken, right. nonverbal right. energy that we connect with with people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So exactly. it's a choice. It's a choice. So um, sometimes I wonder, though, do can we um, get the wrong assumption when we're looking at energy? Can can we assume something incorrectly when we're looking at energy? Because we, you know, everyone have their own personality trait. Um, some people are very reserved, and some people are very outgoing. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Because I, I think we have to have a level of understanding when we are making perceptions. Share your thoughts. And I'm saying that is we as women, we as women especially. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it comes back to the premise of the book, You Are Enough, and just learning to love yourself. So I come to people from a love and I think that high level of energy um, also has a, a certain shield around it, meaning if someone does not have the same good regard for me, I, I just feel like I'm protected by a higher source. I'm just clear about when I'm operating and dealing with individuals where I'm coming from, right, and also having a sense of discernment of who's in front of me and what I'm sensing from them as well. So um, I just think when you just cultivate a practice of loving yourself, it, it gives you a different perspective. Um, because when people are not loving, that means they are operating from a hurt place, a hurt space, whether it's a deeply embedded hurt or something that happened years ago they haven't dealt with or that's just subconsciously driving their lives that they have no clue about. When someone is mean, angry, unhappy, nasty, or just kind mm. of spew their venom out at you, that really has very little to do with you and what's going on inside that person. And one thing you do is just offer to pray for the person. It's like I hope they find healing, peace, and rest within and forgiveness, you know. And so it's a journey. Mm-hmm. It takes work. It just it really takes work, and it takes practicing being understanding 
when it comes mm-hmm. to how someone comes at you or how someone shows up in your space. Um, but to be clear about where you're coming from and where you stand as a human being. Um, I agree. I, I really do believe we we should be prayerful for each other. And um, that, you know, that sincere love within us, that where, we, where we're going to go beyond um, the scope of, um, uh, you know, pushing people away or, or uh, keeping away from each other. I believe we, we need to move to the level of being very prayerful for each other and um, having a true desire to see that person also experience change. And when we get to that point of looking at the other person that, that we see there's pain inside of them or that they're suffering, it, it would be so nice if we would just step back and say, you know, I pray like you said, pray for them and uh, sincerely hope for that change that God will help them to experience. Yeah, and also sometimes you have to be mindful of when certain people show up into your space on a regular basis or if you're comfortable with that. It's okay, well, is the person vibrating energy that I'm in and that I'm giving off, I'm giving out as well, so that also can serve as an opportunity for us to take a look at ourselves. Okay, well, oh my gosh, do I have enough? Do I have hurt, anger, resentment, bitterness inside of me? So is this why I'm having this this energetic connection with this person? I can't explain. So sometimes the prayer could be, well, God help me to take a look at myself because it could be me. So it just depends on how it shows up in your life because we're all a work in progress. There's just so much going on on the inside. And so sometimes the prayer we need to say, God, help me see myself, right? Why is this person in my space? And why am I bothered? Why am I disturbed? I'm going to pray for them, but I'm praying for myself as well to show me what this is, what it means, how can I heal it, expose it, correct it, so that I can go on enjoying my life and doing something, doing my part to make the world a better place. And I really like what you're doing um, to help uh, our, our women out there that are going through so many struggles um, that you're going out to help them to be empowered and equipped and to live a wholesome life mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, in every aspect um, because God himself wanted us to be well and health. And, and wealth and our relationship with him also. And so with that, we also want to pray that everyone will experience that. And we, we sincerely hope that for everyone because we, we love you all. And if you don't love us, we, we pray that the Lord will help you to love us because um, that's what we're here for as, as a part of um, the call that we have upon us. And would you like to share any final words with the audience at this time? Yeah, Definitely. I would just I would just like to share that love is super powerful and the one way to experience that for yourself is to start loving yourself. Giving yourself permission to love yourself as a human being, as a person and to um, make that a daily practice and as that grows inside of you or as you begin to experience how awesome, how special, how unique, and how amazing you are as a person, 
that that will automatically inspire you to go out and help other people see that in them in themselves because there's so much healing that needs to be done, so much work that has to be done. But you have to start with yourself. That's what the, that's the gift you give to the world. And also for us to be patient with ourselves to understand that we are a work in progress, right? We are a work in progress. It's an ongoing journey. And to be patient with yourself, to be kind with yourself, and to understand that your life is a beautiful, magnificent, special, amazing gift and I just hope that every human being, every specifically women, I hope that we brace that thought that you are enough, you are special, you are amazing, your life does have value. Amen. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. Now, if anyone out there wants to read some of your books, how can they go about finding them and um Care about how they can reach out to you if they're looking for an empowerment consultant or a speaker to come out to any of their engagements, please share with the audience. Absolutely. So all of my information can be found on my website, JacquelineHayes.world. Jacqueline Hayes is spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E-H-A-Y-E-S.world. Um, all three books are located on my website as well as on Amazon. Regarding speaking engagements, you can submit a request um, by clicking on the Contact Us button on the website. And if someone is in need of support for someone to partner with them to help them kind of move the needle, get in a different place in life, you can also fill out, one of the, we'll fill out the form on the website as well, and we'll follow up with you to see how we can support you and help you get more out of your life. And would you like to share um, a little bit more about your organization, the Jacqueline Hayes Firm? We're committed to helping people get more out of life, more joy, more happiness, more fulfillment, more peace, so that people can share that with the world. Well, well, it's been nice um, interviewing you and having this discussion that we've been talking about. You are enough. You are enough, and you genuinely are enough. You don't have to compete with anyone out there. You 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 have been made um, uniquely and perfected in God. And if you just accept who you are and he let, allow him to do the rest, he's going to do a marvelous work in you. And he loves you that much too. We do have a caller on the line, and I want to open up the line, uh, caller, if you have anything sure. you would like to share or any questions you might have, uh, please feel to do, free to do so at this time. And please state your name and where you're calling from. You may choose to remain anonymous. The lines are open, caller, if you have anything you would like to say. Okay, caller, the lines are open if you would like to um, ask any questions or if you'd like to share any insights on the, our topic for the day, you are enough. Okay, we want to thank you for calling in, and uh, we hope that you will join us on the next time on the Keenum Hour. You've been listening to Donna Ganny, and I've been our guest is Jacqueline Hayes, and this is the Keenum Hour. Uh, We look forward to you joining us the next time. Please subscribe to our our, um, Blog Talk Radio channel so that you will receive updates on upcoming programs 
And if you want to learn more about uh, Jacqueline, again, you can go to her website. It is Jacqueline, J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E, Hayes, H-A-Y-E-S dot world, W-O-R-L-D. So um, reach out to Jacqueline and uh, go to Amazon and learn about our books or her website and get some of the great information that this amazing woman has um, put out there for the women of God. And have a wonderful and blessed day, and we pray that uh, the Lord will be with you and that he will walk with you on every journey that you're taking in this hour. In Jesus' name, God bless you all, and thank you, Jacqueline, for coming to the Kingdom Hour. Thank you very much. You're welcome.